Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to a fabulous episode of Stories Around Azov. As always, I am the Demore Pete Titans Creed Nevercoat, joined by the ever frazzalicious Frazzletastic. How are you doing, sir? I am doing really good. How are you doing, my friend? Surviving this harsh, harsh British weather. It, I I have to say it is... No, no, I shouldn't say it. It's been getting cooler here. I, I will shut my mouth right there. Joining us is uh, is another honor and a privilege to be joined by guests as we talk more stories around Azeroth and getting to meet all the wonderful personalities that we exist within, but also suffering with me in the British heat is the fantastic Dim Dimitrinov. <laughs> there, words. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys? Suffering. Suffering, yeah. <laughs> Sweltering in the uh, untypical British heat although it is very british because it's also really humid and sticky and uncomfortable so i it can't be british if we can't complain about it let's be what? fair oh yeah that's true yeah that's very true okay yeah. it, it is 87 so it, it is it is warmer here 87 that means we're british friendly uh, i'm sorry I, we I don't, don't have know ac Celsius. you must have ac yeah, 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 I do. I do have ac though i am above a, a garage so the heat is right in and on the uh, kitchen Oh, it, it's a it's it, it's an un um, insulated garage, so the heat rises up here. Well, let's be fair; we're we're all above the Earth's core, so all that heat's <laughs> rising anyway. So. Exactly. Yes. Oh, blimey! But yes, uh, it's a very warm day on the day we're recording this. I believe it's probably going to be the hottest of the year. Um, it's disgusting, and I hate it. I just like it's not comfortable is it That's... my rule is my rule is if it's if it's too hot to walk around naked it's too hot <laughs> you can only take so many clothes off at least when it gets to at least when it gets to winter we can put clothes on you know yeah yeah, yeah. just and, give and... it like i just want my three days of rain just to cool off the atmosphere and then we'll oh. be fine again i'm excited for this winter because i get some amazing shawls i'm we're wearing this winter so I'm excited for it. It's my first shawl winter. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Well, as we always do, we always like to start with what we've been up to in Azeroth this week. And Demi, as you are the guest, how about you tell people what you've been up to and uh, let them know a little bit about yourself? Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. <laughs> well, I've I've been uh, on holiday, um, but I got back on Friday and I was only away for a week, so it wasn't... Um, a too big a gap between my time in Azeroth, but I have made up for it since then because yesterday I, well, a certain man by the name of Jin from Morally Grey has recently said that he got his hundred uh, reputations. Hey. Yeah. Nice. Well done, Jin, you swine, because now I've looked at my reputations and gone, I think I want a hundred reputations. <laughs> And I, I got 60 not long ago, so I know I've got a long way to go. Um, but I've been gr I've started grinding out the reputations. And I thought, I'll do it by X-Pack, because it's kind of location then, and I'm, I can swing past and do it that way. Um, so the only one I've got left, though, for Kata is the Avengers of Hygel. And I can only do so many runs in um, Firelands a week. So... That one I'll just have to do once a week and that's fine. In the meantime, I've started work on the BC factions and the quickest way to do it as a 120 is to run dungeons, it seems, for, at least for a couple of them. So I made a little list in my Blizzard, Blizzard book 
and I started with the Scenarian Expedition, which is running Steam Vault, and I got that about half an hour before we came. Hey. Which means so I got that one. Gets you the hippogriff. I yeah, think, for so I've got the hippogriff Ooh. and the tabard. Um, so I got that one, and then I I've got to run Shattered Halls, ad infinitum to get on a hold rep. Um, so I've been working through those basically, um, and just watching Game of Thrones again. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. It's because at the start of Geek Herring, they have a quote from Aya. Yes. And and I was like, oh yeah, maybe I'll go and watch Game of Thrones again. So yes, yeah, so I've been watching that while grinding out the uh, reputations. Um, so that was yesterday and today. Um, yeah. So that was kind of what I've been doing in Nazareth. So, so, so you can say that it's that it's Jen's fault. <laughs> it's all yeah. Pretty much everything that I've been doing in Azeroth of late has a tie back to Jin, and I can blame him for it. He doesn't know <laughs> this yet, but he will do by the time he hears this. Um, I'm not going to yeah. say that I had that achievement at the beginning of BFA, but <gasps> what a hundred reps? Nice. I think I walked into BFA at like ninety six. Done. Cool. I'm at like 30, 35, so I've got a long ways to go. Yeah, but I bet you've got a lot more mounts than I have. I don't think oh. I've got anywhere near as many mounts as you have. Yeah, so. but like... Uh, there, there are there are not many people that have as many mounts as I have. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. I, I think uh, Grand Nagus has you beat. Um... Oh, I've got more than Nagus. Okay. Uh, nice. I think of somebody else I didn't. Yeah, like any anybody that PVPs is probably going to have me beat because oh yeah, I I miss the honor mounts. I don't have the gladiator mounts. Mm. Um, in terms of PVE, I there's not many I miss. Just like the ones I have to camp out for, but I'll talk about that later because I've been busy. <laughs> but you you host a a podcast yourself, don't you? I do. I've uh, we've recorded our fourth. Yeah, our fourth episode this morning. Um, so it's called The Third Faction. And I host it with uh, Bricko Stud. Um, oh, we just call him Bricko. But unfortunately, he had a power cut this morning. Oh. So he wasn't able to join us. Um, and it blew out his computer as well. So he's had to start fixing that up. Oh, um, no. Yeah. That's literally the worst thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Um but yeah, so I was I was talking to Frasley before we came on air about it that um, I dabbled with podcasting before, but I wasn't very consistent, and and it wasn't like in the wow sphere. It was to do with my work and stuff. And Bricko approached me, I think it was around April or May. I'm not entirely sure, uh, asking if I wanted to do a podcast with him, and I, it dawned on me that having. Um, a, a partner in the podcasting sphere would probably help because I would have somebody that I was accountable to yeah. and that I needed to be responsible for, you know, you know, to hold up my end of the deal, so to speak. Um, and I thought about it and I said to him, yeah, I want to do it, but I don't want to do a law podcast because although I love the law, um, not being it, I felt that other people were doing it really well. I mean, Ali, Gin and Fear, um, the Blizzard Watch, Law Watch podcast, I sort of thought it's not where I want to go um, and, uh, and I didn't think we could add anything different. Um, 
And then I was on, and then I did a tweet <laughs> about community in World in Azeroth in World of Warcraft. And Syrub from Scrub vs. the World picked it up and asked me if I'd go on and talk about community. And that kind of, that started the process. And then, again, Jin from <laughs> has a lot to answer for. Um, because, uh, I, so I'm a patron for Maury Gray. I'm also a patron for Taliesin and Evertel. And nice. Taliesin and Evertel do a patron Q&A. But... Morally Grey do this thing where they read out your patron name and obviously their patron names involve a lot of extremely rude jokes. Um, As they do. Yeah, I don't know what grade, how you grade the this podcast, whether it's PG-13. It's explicit, you can say okay. whatever you want. So there are a shit ton of dick jokes in the Morally Grey patron names. And I didn't want Taliesin and Evertel to read my name out on their Q&A as a dick joke because I thought... <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I, I just don't want to be immortalised in Taliesin and Evertel's mind as the woman with blonde hair and dick jokes. So I had to go back and uh, change my name. And I mentioned in the, I did a tweet saying that they'd answered my Q&A, question in the Q&A. And thank God I didn't have my morally grey name up. Anyway. Taliesin then went and followed Morally Grey and I get a DM from Jin going, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> having a complete fanboy moment. Um, and at that point, I went, that's what I want to do. I want to talk about community and connect amazing people with other amazing people, basically, by showcasing yeah. lovely, good, you know, people building these communities in World of Warcraft. So then I went back to Brick and was like, this is what I want to do. Um, if this is what you're thinking in terms of a podcast as well, then I think we can do it. Um, and at that point, I'd already I'd already decided I'm going to do a podcast. And even if Bricko's not on board with this, I'm going to do a podcast. But thankfully he was. Um, and yeah, so we recorded our fourth episode this morning with Retake Control. Um, and I absolutely love it. I really, really enjoy the whole process of it. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And we've got some really good guests. People that have said yes that we're getting lined up. Um, nice. Including a Twitch partner. Oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it, it's... I, I absolutely love it. I, I find it... Um, I, yeah, I... I, I started out streaming and the streaming I found, I actually found it quite pressured. Um, and like I had to keep coming up with all these things to keep people interested and stuff. And I'm not the world's best World of Warcraft player. I've never professed to be. Um, I enjoy it a lot and I like chatting to people. Um, but something about streaming felt more pressured for me, whereas podcasting was it feels completely natural. I don't feel that I'm working on any of it. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, I absolutely love it. <laughs> I'm really, really grateful to Bricko um, for saying let's do it. Um, and I'm really sad that he wasn't there this morning because um, it's a lot of talking on your own. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I completely get it. Like, I, I think, like, if I didn't do this with Frasley on a weekly basis, I probably would have, like, 
called it a day yeah. a long time ago. Like it's it's nice to have it because we're on a semi set schedule. Yeah. So you know, it's like Sunday. It's it's a time where we can get people from both sides of the world yeah. on there to chat, and uh, it's not too late. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not too late. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's nice to be doing something like which counts as co- uh, consistency. You know. Yeah. And speaking as somebody who's been involved in like different community podcasts and like like this and like Fazlecast, like our community, you're gonna meet so many awesome people. I mean, I, and, and 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 I love that. And, and like, I, what I love is not that my conversations with, with people stay on forever. And and I mean, that's the cool part. You'll find people who who go who will go back and be like, I met that person through your podcast. Yeah. So yeah. I think that there needs to be more community podcasts, and and that's why when I saw what you're doing, I was like, yes, I love it. <laughs> We have a lot of fun um, and asking for community questions and asking for people's nominations for their community heroes um, each episode. It's it's really lovely to hear the stories that other people are experiencing Yeah, um, that wouldn't always get any airtime or nobody would mention them and things like that. And it, it yeah, it, I just love it. I really do. <laughs> and, like the what i love is like that's one one hour a week that you you get the the time that like i'm gonna set set this hour aside and talk with this person because they're people that i never would have sat down with before to talk with and 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 you leave as friends i mean yeah 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 i think i think after you no go ahead go on i was gonna say like there's so many different communities out there now like there's the you've got the youtube side you've got the podcasting side you've got the twitch side you know and then you've got the people that aren't on a camera in front of a microphone so you've got the multitude of different websites like when people think of a warcraft community they instantly think like the most notable people in uh any given thing so there's the the things that you would talk about like back in the day you know when this wasn't a thing i would think wowhead and mmo champion the two biggest things that were there, and then anybody that was featured on the front page of MMO Champion or Wowhead. So, back in the day, Total Biscuit, Jesse Cox. You know, those guys got me back into the game for Cataclysm and everything else, watching their content back in the day. And you know, and ever since then, it's like spread on. And you know, got Preach, T and E, Noble, and everything else. And like those are the names that come to your head. Dutchman. But <laughs> he's but, such um, a nice man. Yeah, he's a quality guy, but like, there, there's so many, there's so many uh, other people. Like, if you look below the surface, like, um, like from your top Twitch streamers to like your your people that do stuff over on YouTube, like, they all do different things. Like, some just report on the news because it's easy. Some of us do streaming because you know it's easy to just sit there and play games in front of a camera and talk bollocks for however long <laughs> and some of us just do podcasts because it's easy to talk bollocks as well so you know without the 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 furor of like getting ourselves doled up and put on camera for the most part most of the you time know, we try yeah <laughs> That's it. but there are there are so many different communities and then those different people have communities of themselves you know like they do, yeah. And there's, the, there are places where those communities overlap, which is where you can, you know, intermingle and get to know new people. And it's, you know, I this, 
I have to I have to mention um, Juno from People of Azeroth as well. Oh yes, because he he approached me to be a guest, and that was the first time I'd been a guest on a podcast, and we were we were just chatting shit to each other on Twitter because I mean a Death Knight, and he's adores paladins, which you know I am quite well known for not liking paladins. It's not the people that play them. It's just the paladin themselves. I can't play them. I've never got one beyond a level 12. Um, and Juno and I would have this back and forth. And then he said, well, when are you coming on the show? And I was like, oh, I didn't, you know, I never thought that that would be a thing. But yeah, I'll well, come on. And then through that and streaming a bit more and meeting people through the streaming community um, and then sort of chatting with more people and chatting with you guys on twitter and you start to like it it's not even six degrees it's more like four degrees of separation i think because yeah. people you start i mean i was so i watched chumper chump stream this morning haughty chicken was in there um and then obviously i was, did the podcast with retake control also this morning then i've been i was playing warcraft a little bit before we started and I was talking to my friends in there um, and they're, you know, they're also Retake Control's friends because we're kind of like very good friends. We go back about 11 years now. Um, you know, and it for, through through that original, those original people that I know from World of Warcraft, I know people all around Europe. Now I'm meeting people like Juno's in Australia, Chumper's in Vietnam, Frasley's in the US, um, you know, Titans Creed, Pete and I are in the UK, uh, you know, and there's just, it's all over the world. And I suspect that, I, well, I know that there's at least one person that if I turned up on her doorstep in America and went, I'm in trouble, she'd be like, get in here. Absolutely. <laughs> and I've never met her, but I know that if that happened and I tweeted her, she'd be like, yeah, I'll come pick you up or whatever, you know, it would be okay. BRB, um, getting my private jet to the UK, be ready. <laughs> And like, I think I met you either through Morley Gray or people as well. I'm not, I'm not remember where I met you from, but yeah, it, yeah. it's, it's th those connections. Yeah. Yeah. And they start to overlap and you meet more people and more people. And, you know, I, I hear people saying, oh, you've got to network. Well, I, I said this this morning as well. Like, um, it's not net to me. It's not networking. I've done networking yeah. for business. This is just making friends and having a lovely time. And amazingly, it's spun off into this podcast, which we it seems to be doing all right, and people oh, like totally. it. And <laughs> I, I have heard the Faction Show mentioned on, on, on different on different things. So I mean, you're already getting the word out. Like, yeah, it's really nice. Well, I can't I I can't keep up with where we're mentioned. I mean, it's really good that Bricko and I kind of listen to different podcasts as well because yeah, he will pick stuff up that I miss, um, and I try and catch up like. I've been trying to catch up this weekend on the podcast that I've missed and I haven't got through them all yet. Um, and I know that I'm getting behind and it's just, <laughs> just got to keep going. But then I've got two weeks where I'm going to be child free, at which point I will just have a podcast on like from morning till night. Um, Cause I won't have to worry about him playing Fortnite and being interrupted. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's what's Fortnite. It's I've never heard of it. <laughs> Oh, Frasley. <laughs> Jesus. Frasley. 
Yes. What have you been up to in Azeroth this week? Well, in World of Warcraft, I went over to visit my old friend slash nemesis, the Lich King. Right. And when I visited the Lich King, I dropped an F-bomb because INVINCIBLE FUCKING DROPPED! Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It was like, I, I, I go in there and I'm like, no. What? Whoa. What? What? I'm, 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 I'm like speechless because... Your I, response was so amazing. It was awesome. Because like, I heard the, 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 the normal like, like, ding of like when you're done, but it, it would ding different. I'm like, no, this didn't just happen. And, and it seemed like, I have been working for this for so long. Oh, that feels so good to have that, that, that one down. I feel bad for those who don't have it yet, but oh, oh, oh. I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to Tuesday. And I go <laughs> to my normal Mount Run speed. I'm going to go into, I'm going to go to Dalaran. And instead of going to ICC, I'll go straight over to Vault of Archivon and Love Eternity and then go over to Oldwar. So it's... Oh, we're all going to be deprived of your invincible runs, though. That's that you know. I'm kind of a bit. I'm a bit like, oh, we don't get to see him go through there anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, and like I, I uh, won't have the, the the the. Is this the week? Is this the week? Twitter. And I did find out yeah. something. Real ID. If you have that disabled, you don't get Twitter. So I'm now doing on my phone because. Oh, oh, that's why you've been doing it on the phone. Yeah, because. My my real ID now is Frasley. I mean, and it's not it's not that other name that I used to go by. But it's it's uh, but yeah. It, so that's why I did it on the phone. And actually, I think it made it really cool because you saw my my reaction in the yeah. In the, and then I went to Sethic Halls, and the Raven Lord finally dropped for me too. So that's another one I'm 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 done with. And <laughs> You've had at the same time. Week. I got the 200 mounts on one character achievement. So like, like boom, boom, boom. And Ooh. <laughs> and after that, I went in again, Wednesday or Thursday. No drops, no drops. No, I so. think you've, you've probably used up your luck for a while now, haven't you? Yeah. I'm still going to go in this week and try other, other ones to see if I like, but yeah, no, I, but I, that feels so good. And like, I, I feel bad because I've, I've got a friend who doesn't have it yet. And Cap and I were running islands, and every time I would go in there, using the random mount button, Invincible w would appear, and and and, and it's like, <laughs> it's fine. The thing, the thing is, is that, um, yeah, the the mount always drops every week. It's just sometimes it's invisible. True. Okay. And oh, my luck rubbed off on Cap because Cap got the the uh, the annihilator. And then Spaz got something. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. Oh, 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 Spaz got Archimon. And EJ on Girls Gone Wild, she had stopped doing ICC for a little bit. But when she saw that I that I, I posted in their Discord saying, hey, here's what I did, she went in and she got invincible. No way. So I think, I, I think this is another mm, thing about community. I think community I'm going to have to where, run ICC. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think this is another thing about community where because everybody's so tightly knit, in that sort of circle, like you can post something like that and go, maybe it's my turn. Maybe yeah. my, maybe my luck's good this week. Yeah. Like the first person I, I thought of, cause like, cause uh, um, uh, Kevin Ellis, like TBK uh, Zord had, had, had told me one time, he said, when you get invincible, he is going to feel like he got invincible. And, and, and he was the first one that I sent the post. I was like, I, I and, and he didn't, he did not let me down. Cause he replied back and I was like, <laughs> oh, and that was my first tweet to get almost a thousand likes. So I, not that I'm like, <laughs> 
I'm not like hungry for like likes and validation, but it was weird to be like, holy crap, I've never seen these people who are replying to me. Yeah. <laughs> the social media gets a little bit overwhelming on, on stuff like that sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. The one time I ever got a tweet that went that high in the numbers is where I found an arcade machine in the UK that no one had known about and it hadn't been tweeted out about uh, nobody knew about it in the Sonic community and I was the first one to find it and tweet about it and nice. I got I got asked by like loads of people within the community to like get close up pictures of the renders and that and everything else because no one had no one had seen this and um it was one of the things that um and a sega podcast i think it was radio sega they got the actual sega amusements uh and they had an interview with them and they were like um this guy titan's creed like found it and, and they were like yeah we weren't actually allowed to mention they were out in the wild oh no way so yeah my five seconds of infamy on the internet nice. <laughs> i i had a uh this is this is really really silly but so before I went on holiday, I was on TV talking about... Oh, women. yes, I saw that! <laughs> talking about women in World War... Well, in gaming. And <laughs> we went to our little local, local supermarket yesterday, and the cashier said, I saw you on the telly. Nice! <laughs> I've not it's, told it's, anybody else that yet. I'd forgotten. <laughs> it's nice when shit like that happens, though, isn't it? Yeah. I was just a bit like, oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I remember our, our the, the the power went out a few years ago, and we lost all of our food, and we went we went on the news, and like for weeks, people were like, "I saw you there," <laughs> and I I saw you on TV, and not on my own thing, but like but like, like on your uh, on the the tweet that yeah. you uh, do you get local ITV over in the states? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, I'm I'm watching it all the time. I'm watching the even last I couldn't week I was watch it live. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I remember that conversation you and I were having. Mm. I was like, are, you, are you ready to record? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. Except my antenna's broken. Yeah. BRB rushing to PC. Yeah. And then I realised that they don't, the only one they show online is the is the London news. They don't do the regional news. So oh. that was a little bit alarming, but I had lots of friends say uh, that they'd got it. And then uh, Gluggy, who is one of the guys that I run with, pretty much every night when we're playing um he actually lives in the same zone in the same tv region as well um and he got it on catch-up for me and did it on his phone <laughs> i'm always no. surprised that they that they don't release those after the fact because like i'm always watching like uh ellen show or no ellen's probably a bad shows mentioned right now I'm, I'm, I'm always watching like like kimmel and different things yeah I after think the fact they have a YouTube channel, so it may have gone on, up on the YouTube channel. Yeah, I don't know. But... A, a lot, a lot of TV stuff works very differently over here than it does mm. in the states, Frasley. Like, there's not eight hundred plus channels of stuff that you'll never watch. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. Been up to anything else in Warcraft this week? Not really. Just like again, mount runs. Um, I'll be going to the beta today, so I'm gonna. Yeah, I've been tempted to get back. I tempted to go into the beta because. Finally, they fixed Demon Hunter, so I can actually go in there on my main. But I've heard like a lot of the beginning questing stuff is broken right now. With uh, um, they just fixed Lua errors. Is is that what they're broken? No, it's actual quests in Bastion on both the servers right now. There's uh, a gated quest, so you can't. Oh, rest. so shit. I'm tempted to probably. Tonight. Yeah, I'm tempted to leave it for another week right now. So I'm gonna go in and see what we do. Worst case, we'll just go in and do dungeon runs or Fall Guys. <laughs> 
That's all I'm... I have to say about Vita because I haven't got a key. Oh, <laughs> I, I, got I hate that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: Torghast is fun. That's what I love the whole video. I've seen so many people streaming it, and I'm like, I want to get in there. It and has. I, I had has changed. Yeah, yeah. It. I'm sure it has. They couldn't leave it the way it was, but. What? No, they. I think they've changed it for the worst. Personally, that's what I've heard. Um, too. Oh, really? Yeah, because they've made it. So the endless run that people want in isn't there, and they've changed it a lot more because people loved it so much. You know, it got on there early for testing, and everybody loved it. And but they've, it's one of those things. Just like, oh, people, people love this thing. Uh, what can we do to make it better? And they've thrown so much at it that it might be not as good. Oh, as it... boo! Yeah, but I, saw I mean, a tweet, and I do agree with it. I, I wanted to say it in, in, in like in voice instead of just be on Twitter. Someone was talking about how they 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 believe Deadlands should be that that maybe twenty twenty one and I and I am like that but like I don't want crunch time I I, I want the Deadlands to be good I want I want it to get enough testing and enough and enough uh so we're in the mythic testing phase right now unfortunately it comes at a point where we've just had character wipes so there's a little bit of weirdness going on especially with the raid testing has had. Uh, log on issues this week as well because everybody's trying to get in there with the uh, character wipe right now to relevel this stuff. So it's a little bit weird right now because normally when mi uh, raid testing happens, like we're not that far away, but the pre patch hasn't even hit the PTR yet. So I'd say we're. I'm, I'm still hedging my bets on a November release with like a late September pre patch. I like can I'm, see that, yeah. yeah I, I'm, ex I'm expecting that. I'm expecting six weeks of 5.0 before we get Shadowlands live. I don't want December because of like uh, of like the holiday it, season and stuff like that. Even even if it hits, it, even if it hits in December, Frasley, we won't get raid testing raids open until after like Christmas and that anyway. That's always how Blizzard work. They always extend the raid. Like even when we had the expansion launch. Uh, the Monday after BlizzCon, raids didn't open until, like, they might have opened mid-December, but I think they got held off until January. I, Smart. Yeah, I think I remember that. I think it was yeah. Cataclysm. Was it Cat no, it was Warlords, I think. Like, there was definitely just... one where it's, it came after the, very close on the heels of BlizzCon, and then the raids went for a few weeks. Yeah. Which, yeah. they started delaying raids in Warlords, so... Mm. There you go. My week in Warcraft has been pretty uneventful. Um, all I've really done is I've done my mount runs on on live. I haven't really had a chance to, or the real want to go pushed gold because I worked out, <laughs> I worked out the math for my raw gold farm, which I always do whenever I'm doing a grind. I work out the math. Yeah. So I worked out that if I could actually push myself to do ten hours of raw gold farm a day, at five grand an hour roughly because you get between five and eight grand um i worked out that i could probably get 50 grand a day which i then worked out that over like the space of three weeks i could get like 1.4 million gold jesus but um i worked out that even if i did that i'd either be very close to getting it or i wouldn't get the long boy so i've just been kind of defeated and be like i can't be bothered but it's a lot of time to dedicate to wow and i've mm -hmm. really been enjoying playing other games that aren't warcraft i'll be honest like now like we got done with raiding what six weeks four to six weeks after it opened we've been done with heroic off and it's just been eh. 
So it's just been about clearing stuff up. I need to do a, a day where I go and just farm my mementos for the 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 bug mount from Rathian. Yeah. And um, yeah, otherwise I've gone and done my garrisons and my world mounts is pretty much it. I've still got four four plus characters alliance side to do, but like no world mount drops, nothing from Nighthold. But I did get two of the four garrison mounts this week, so I've only got two left to get from there. Nice. Congratulations. They're quite easy drops. They're only like one in 50 chance to drop apparently. So I'm at three out of four of them already. I only need one more. Oh, that's nice. Certainly a higher drop rate than Invincible. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, if the world mounts start, if the three out of the four world mounts from uh, Pandaria start dropping and the one from Warlords, then we know that I've hacked the system <laughs> and my luck has gone through the roof because they're worse drop rates than Invincible. So, Gul'dan on normal and heroic though, that mount has now hit the unlucky state on rarity, so that's my new Ultraxian now. Oh. And Especially since there's two difficulties a week I'm farming that on. Yeah. Three, sorry, because I'm doing Mythic Gul'dan and that drops on that difficulty as well. Oh, oh wow. It's all right, there's skips to Elisan, so I don't have to do the whole instance at <laughs> the time. Oh, yeah, I have been, been, been taking me through uh, um, BFD and uh, HFC with, with, with the skips. Yeah. BFD? Do you mean, do you mean um, the Crucible? Like No, the... or, or, or Black Rock Foundry. Black Rock Foundry, or BRF. <laughs> BRS, say, yes. What mounts in Black Fathom Deeps? What's <laughs> oh, there? you don't know about the, the, the amazing mounts there? Apparently and, not. And there's an unlock that has a scroll that, that gives you a chance to get a Naga a race as an, as an allied race. <laughs> Could you is... imagine? I, I, no, I, no I, don't want, I don't want Naga now. I want Sethic because Sethic have got legs and that means that Blizzard have got no excuse. Oh, uh, yeah, they could do Sethic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want Naga. I, 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 I don't I don't how I don't understand how law wise I don't understand how that would work unless suddenly a shah returns around and is on our side magically. I mean, we'll see what happens post Shadowlands. I'll be mm. honest. Yeah, because like like Transmog, the, the version was with, with mechanisms that that they can get rid of half of the uh, of the the characters Transmog and, and yeah. it works. Yeah, there was um, um go on. No, no, I'm up you. I'm going into a whole different tirade after I've done here. <laughs> there was um, a guy called And Warcraft on Twitter who covers um, diversity and disability being shown in World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. And one of his videos was talking about um, is it Drek'thar in one part in one part of the universe and the history of the game. He's shown in a wheelchair, and then in the next, he's not. Um, and somebody else raised the question of. Well, if we've got all these war veterans around Stormwind and Orgrimmar, why aren't some of them with missing limbs or eyes missing? Or we you don't, know... we don't, we don't even have like a, a veteran place in in anywhere. No, like yeah, like even in the park where they've decided to yeah. make it a memorial to people who died against the Legion. There's not yeah. even a memorial to. Like what? What do we have as memorials to people who have died? Pre We've got the six statues outside the front by the front <laughs> gates of Stormwind, where most of those heroes aren't even dead yeah, now. They're alive. And then we and then and we've got a the big game. fucking grave to to Varen. There is a graveyard by the cathedral, yeah. but there's only one or two notable names in there. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I'd like to see now that we, you know, we've got we we've got character we've got player characters with appendages that are not flesh through mechanomes. Why can my Death Knight not have a a metal leg because she lost a leg fighting on the broken I shore, mean, for example? Yeah, this this adds to more customization options yes. available to everybody yes. and being able to flesh out your character's story. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like that idea. It's not something I've really thought about. Like we're in, in the current age of everything coming in Shadowlands, everybody's crying out for more customization. Yeah. I absolutely get it. But when you yeah. can make them blind and you can give them scars that could show how they've lost their sight in a, in a war. So why I, I if I could play my Death Knight with a um a a leg replacement, I can't remember what the bloody word is now. Uh, prosthetic that was it <laughs> with a prosthetic leg i'd love to because mm. she's been through some shit so why wouldn't she have lost a limb so, yeah you know? yeah I, no i just I saw mean, a a uh, ttrpg that that uh um if, if i understand right it, i think it's called the the wheelchair ttrpg and it's about and it, oh wow it just came out that like they want to show um diversity and representation in 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 that I mean, I'm 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 glad that we're going to be seeing more of the human city of Stormwind that's going to have more diversity in its guards, and the same with Orgrimmar. Yeah. But I mean, considering that Stormwind is like the big alliance capital, and Orgrimmar has this to an extent because uh, it has stuff where we real really see different races of the Horde in different areas. So like the dragon that you've got, like the darker races, like the. Uh, the Forsaken and everything else, and some of the darker side of the Orcs. The Valley of Honor, you've got the Trolls and the Tauren. And then there was obviously the Sludge Pits where the Goblins were. Somebody on Twitter... <laughs> sludge Pits for Goblins is just spot on, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's obviously been changed because we're in a post-Garage era, but um, I saw somebody put on Twitter the other day... Oh, it could have been a while ago. It might even have been Reddit. It's been such a while. But why, why doesn't the Alliance Capital actually have representation for all of the alliance races yeah ah. it's it's not just the night elves that lost teldrassil but it's also the worgen and you would have thought with how gen is now in a more stable position you would have thought that they would have had something in uh stormwind to represent them like the dwarves have got the forge you know and yeah they've got some got the there in old quarter, town haven't they yep mages are obviously in the mage district but we had a lot more night elves in the park when that yeah. was still a thing, but yeah. that's gone. And it's not like they can't increase Stormwind. Like yeah. I've seen that I've seen that place with the park and nothing else go to a massive fucking harbour. Yeah. And now <laughs> and now we've got a farmland off to the side by the embassy. embassy. Yeah. Just just sell the farm to uh, like 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 go in and use eminent domain and get rid hey, of the farm. That farm, my DK retired to that farm in Cataclysm or Mists. And when I got back there, uh, whenever I came back in and at the end of WAD, I was like, there's some bitch in my farm. What the fuck's <laughs> going on? <laughs> I think that, that was that's where she'd retired to. So. I think that there is a lot that's missing from Stormwind um, that could be done to make it more inclusive of everywhere else. Like... We know law-wise, because like I'm only, I'm only halfway through it. I still haven't got that far. <laughs> I'm only halfway through it. Um, but we know, 
we know all the night elves have retreated to Nordrasil. You know, that that's where they've moved. But where have the Worgen gone? Has the Worgen just moved to fucking Mount Hygel as well? Like, we don't know. No, there's yeah. no mention of it, is have there? They, have they gone to the Blasted Lands? To and like, go to the Worgen encampment there? N- gnomes are over in Ironforge and, t- and, uh, and Tinkertown, so so, so, so we're... Here's yeah. an idea, Blizzard. How about you let the Worgen go and take back Gilneas now that Sylvanas is fucking gone? Yeah, that would be nice. Here's an idea. It? Because I fly over that place and it's empty no it's, it's not fucking empty there are people especially on rp servers who actually use like the great hall for events i know that like i that. told yeah. you this the other week <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. i was listening to that very episode not long ago and i i was just about to say there are people that rp that <laughs> yeah it's just it's a gorgeous city like yeah. and it's it's the same as silvermoon like silvermoon's a gorgeous city oh yeah and like, someone is wait. It is wasted, Silvermoon, for sure. A, a lot of the big cities are wasted. Well, but, and I mean, they've shown us how much they've learned in those, like w- with Suramar, with Boralus, even the, Orbos. The, they've showed us how the, how they've learned on city design. I mean, this is true, but it's not just the design of cities. Like, and I'm gonna do what I hate, and I do it every week, and I'm gonna go back, and I'm gonna talk about Final Fantasy XIV. Oh. Final Fantasy XIV. It's cities, regardless of which one you go to, they all feel big, they all feel populated, yeah. and it's and it's mostly because there's an abundance of NPCs that are everywhere across it, you know, you, no matter where you go, you'll always see it, especially, like, in the big place where everybody will just, if they want to teleport to it, there's, like, NPCs everywhere in that area, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just populated, and then because you can't mount at all in there, you're always seeing people run around. And if you go to like the auction houses and places there, it's huge. And the reason that that's because is because there's limited amounts of servers on their, on their, on their data hubs. You know, I think there's like six EU servers. Didn't have blizzard started amalgamating some servers. They emerge, they're merging more stuff. Yeah. Um, But again, uh, and unless they decide to do, uh, let's merge every RP realm that's not Argent Dawn for yeah. EU. You know, it's <laughs> like the minute the minute the do the minute they merge every RP realm that's not um, Argent Dawn on EU, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because you know? it's just like, and PvP realms are not even that much way of a thing now because of war mode. So you could literally just merge normals, yeah. merge RP realms. Cause that way you still keep the RP realms together. If that's yeah. what they want to do. And you know? yeah. I know it's a dirty word, but they have layering. I mean, if they ever run into issues, they, uh, and like, uh, there was a correction I had for this the other day. Layering is specifically a classic thing only, but they, they have the, the tech that, that they could yeah, work they into. They could. Yeah. But, I do you know what I go to Stormwind so infrequently other than the portal hub but if I was there like whenever I go I just literally go to the mage tower leave the mage tower and fly mm. over to the cataclysm portals me too like um I was thinking I'm, I'm because I'm doing all this like rep farming and stuff that it might be time to move my characters back to Stormwind just in time for the whatever happened always, with the pre-patch Always keep your latest hearthstone in I mean it doesn't matter so much now, but you'll always want to keep your latest hearthstone in um the the latest expansion. Mm. If anything, 
you could always just pick up the Stormwind cloak that allows you well, to Well, yeah, that's, that's the, the other thing that I was thinking. I might have to go and pick that up, spend some pennies. So mm. I've actually got some money on my character for once. So. Nice! <laughs> Yeah. I'll never I'll never have enough for a long boy, but you know. Never yeah. I, I, you need to you need to stream more and then just get chat to give you money. Their money. That's no. Fine. No. Wait, did that. Streamer privilege. No. <laughs> Streamer no, no, privileges, Brasley. No no no. no, no, no. I never no. Oh. I, uh, if I want hmm. if I set myself a goal like that, I would want to earn it myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> wouldn't it be funny? Stream. I will stream for you. You don't have to give me your WoW money. If you give me your real money, however, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. But yeah, just just give me your real money, and I'll make my own WoW gold. It's fine. But yeah, I and I and I do think you need you need to stream more because I I started streaming because of my, of my podcast. So see, I mean, just, just, just be I mean, careful. Podcast is a gateway to streaming. When when I've got the when I've figured out the technicalities of how to get people up on the screen. Um, we will stream the podcast when we record, so we will nice. do exactly what you guys are doing. Um, but I have to figure out the back end of it first. Um, and whether I will stream personally again, I don't know. We'll see. It's, um, it's harsh. Um, I'm currently flip-flopping between finding a, a schedule that works and doing like. Because I'm still looking for work as well, you know, and it's mm. harsh in the current environment. But yeah. then during the day, during the week, I'm looking after my 99 year old nan. Otherwise, I just stream during the day, you know. So it's 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 one of those things. And I mean, I want to stream more, but then it also requires a certain mindset. And I've definitely not been in the the right mindset for streaming this week, other than like a couple of things. Because I've played lots of multiplayer games with my friends this week, but. You know, stuff I could have easily streamed, but it's just mm. like, I don't want to stream that, you know? I just want to play a game without the worriment of the chat and, you know, like, just chill. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, Friday night, I when we did Dead by, Dead by Daylight, I debated putting on stream, but one, I had never played it before, and... But I, I may do it in the future, but yeah. Oh, you, you missed some quality streams. Uh, screams. Oh, wow. God. I can't I think play next a horror time, game. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this one is insane. Drustvar freaks me out. The pigmen in Drustvar. Have you seen the hunt? Have you seen the hunters can now uh, in Shadowlands tame half of the stuff in Drustvar? Can they? They they can tame. They can tame undeads now. They they've got. They can tame Mm. Gluth in Naxxramas. As long as as long as they can't tame those pigmen. uh, They can tame the pigs. The pigs. the, The pigs themselves are fine. The it's the men with the so the heads more. Oh, they've thrown on pigs' heads onto oh, no. I, yeah, I can't even yeah. talk about it because it freaks me out. You know, I am not good with horror, so. <laughs> <It's fine>. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I've been spending a lot of time in Final Fantasy this week, anyway. Um. Mostly because I've got a big patch coming on Tuesday, and I've been trying to make sure I'm ready for that because they've got 24-hour maintenance tomorrow. Ooh. But, I, I was using that as an opportunity to... Well, Frasley, they're putting flying in the old world. Oh, nice. Okay, yes. So it, it, it made me think of a lot of things about the differences between Final Fantasy and Warcraft. Because 
they both kind of have the same principle now, you know. It's, a, it's an inbuilt story. You're essentially called the champion because you are literally the warrior of light in Final Fantasy and you're the champion of Azeroth. Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to I was trying to figure out why why I don't dislike playing Final Fantasy as much on a daily basis than I do WoW on a daily basis. And I realized that a large chunk of the reason I dislike WoW on a daily basis is the the push to go out and do your daily quests to but because this is a personal mindset, because I want to be the best I can be on a rating premise. Yeah. And then you you get it like when Magni's there and he says like do uh, like champion, I need your help and everything else, and like just hearing it on a daily basis. Where the only time you hear it in Final Fantasy is literally when you're doing the main story, because it's it's kept to that area. Like if you do the side quests in 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 Final Fantasy, they're just like I've got a problem, I need help, help me solve this. There's like no reference to the title at all unless you're doing the main story. And the daily stuff, like I haven't really played around a lot with doing like the, the rep grinds for the beast tribes and everything else. But like the dailies are pretty much and I've mentioned this to you before, Frasty, like it's LFG on crack, essentially. <laughs> so they basically have you, I presume. I'm not sure if that's FF a good 14? thing or not. <laughs> well, have you ever played FF fourteen? No. Okay, so there is a set amount of dungeons that you will unlock. There are some that are side ones that you can unlock, which you'll only go, find if you go off the beaten path right. or, or look up a guide online for, to unlock it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, there, basically the LFG for it is basically they have several different check marks which you can do, and the first one you do every day is a bonus to rep, a bonus to gold, a bonus to, like, tombstones, which are basically, think of them like badges of justice and mm -hmm. all of that through that. So they have a cap per week that you can get and a maximum cap for them. So they're really good for leveling your alt classes because everything in Final Fantasy is done on one character rather than a spread of things. So there's no need for account-wide stuff because everything's on one character, you know? So I have... So if I start from the bottom... So you've obviously got PvP, which is kept to its own thing, which is, I think it's like 30v, 30v, 30. I can't remember. I've never really touched it. But then you've got, you can queue into a random raid, which is 26, uh, 24 people. It's three groups of eight. You can uh, go into what's called, um, uh, so there's alliance raids and then there's normal raids. And normal raids are essentially, they're an eight man, which is classified as like a, a full group. Um, but that's just a singular boss. It would be if you went, uh, what is a, what's a singular boss raid with no trash? One of the ones in, in, in um, 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 Gorfiend and Burning Crusade. I mean, that's not a singular boss in a raid dungeon, but well, it was Ruby Sanctum. Um, was that yeah, the Ru one? Ruby oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but the, it would be like if it pulls you straight into Ruby Sanctum, but there's no trash yeah. and Hallian's right in front of you. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, but there's like loads of those to do and everything and everything. But um, you've you've then got leveling dungeons, which is everything that is classified from uh, you know the first dungeon you get at level fourteen all the way up to the max cap of eighty. You've got dungeons which are end cap only, which is fifty, sixty, seventy, and 
Um, they have 80s on its own bridge. You've got expert dungeons, which are hard modes of certain dungeons. And then you've got... But you can do each of these, but you don't have to do them all. Like, there's no pressure or anything to do. Just like there's no pressure to do a daily LFG in WoW, you know? But because I can just party up with a group of friends or, like, I can feel like... I just feel like leveling because I've got nothing else to do on my main, then I can just do that and I can just get a leveling bonus out of everything. And because I'm not called the champion every five seconds because I'm zooming around doing things, you know? And then if I decide to go back and out outman older content because I want to go get a mount or a pet or you know I want to go for a particular look of a weapon or something I can and there's so much antiquated content that's there that you can do that spread out for all of your other stuff and I'm just like you know and then then we go into the fact of there's no borrowed power that I need to worry about in a given thing or anything else and yes that's that was that was oh if there was well, one still thing there. I'd change, still there. I'd change borrowed power for sure. So, what's your, what's your opinion on Shadowlands then, and the and the cover and, and the covenants and the soulbinds and the legendaries? So, I've not, I've deliberately stayed away from a lot of the Shadowlands stuff because I didn't want to get into spoilers. So, I have recently, like, I, I got Shadows Rising, and when I got the book, I was like, right, okay, I'm ready now. I will start dipping into story spoilers. I'm okay with that now. So, my, my, I always come at stuff from a lore and a story perspective first. So, the mechanics of the Covenants and the Soulbinds and the Anima stuff, mm-hmm. I, I am concerned. I have my, um, sort of reservations about it. Um, I'm worried that... I I didn't mind artefact power because that felt... It was just something that you accrued as you went through and I didn't have to do anything extra for it. On that that point there, what spec do you play on your your death knight? Unholy. Did you ever play Frost or Blood? Uh, Not in Legion. So basically, in... you were literally any artifact power you got, you were just using one weapon. Yeah. You didn't worry about the other. Pretty spots. much, okay. Yeah, um, and I am not a min maxer. Um, I haven't been for a very long time, um, but I am worried with the covenants and soulbinds and everything that there will be a best in quotation marks. Sorry, I've whacked my microphone off. <laughs> that there will be a best in quotation marks option that as a melee DPS I am expected to take that option to get the best out of something um, and I'm worried that the soulbinds and the and the covenants system will be something <laughs> akin to Azerite, tra- Azerite armor essences corruption and then, so then we've got all of that. And then we've got your cloak grind as well. I just, I've given up, frankly, at this point. I run keys up to about 10. And my gear score on my death knight is 466. And I've stopped basically doing anything in terms of getting essences, grinding my, the cloak my or anything problem, like that. My, so I'm worried biggest... that it will go that same way. My my biggest problem with the borrowed power like st- uh, thought process that we're in right now 
is that it's more punishing to play your alts. Yeah. yeah. Like if we yeah. were living in a if we were living in a game of Final Fantasy where everything's on one character, I mean it may be more of a chore because we're still leveling all the different specs up at the same time. But then uh, the, the Final Fantasy gearing process is is different anyway. Like they they don't have plate mail leather and cloth they have armor that is restricted to a specific class oh, okay so all, all of your tanks use the same armor um i think the only melee dps which uses a separate thing is like lancers and dragoons otherwise like uh, most melee dps will use the same stuff mm. and all the caster dps will use the same gear as well so you could have all of the classes at max and at most you'd need four bits of gear yeah like the only difference being that you need weapons for a uh, weapon for each different class as well. That sounds much more so, manageable. Well, yes, because <laughs> no, it's not. because I could I if I if I chose to level everything to max and like as long as I keep my weapons up to date and have a gear set for like the five for the four different things, it, it's 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 fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas if I do if I if I decide to. So there's fourteen classes in fourteen classes in WoW. I always get I always get my brain th- muddled on this. I can't remember. I always try. Um, I always try to go by um, armor displacement. So there's four: warlock, mage, priest. There's like three for each, I think. Warlock, mage, priest, rogue, druid, monk, demon hunter. Demon hunter. So there's seven: uh, hunter, shaman. There's no other male types. And then you've got Warrior, Death Knight, Paladin. So five plus seven, twelve. There you go, chat's on it. Twelve. Um, <laughs> Thanks, chat. Um, so I mean, that's twelve different armor types I've got to have spread out over twelve characters. Yeah. Yeah, and that's if I if I want to stay up to date, I probably won't. At most, I'll have four characters at and, max. And level you'll have to understand to what secondary stats you need on that armor yep. depending on which class you're playing in which and then and then so let's take in let, let's take it let's take a step back and go i'm thinking of having four demon hunters at max level four shadowlands one in each covenant okay so that if like my raid group has said it doesn't matter covenants aren't going to matter i'm like okay but i'm going to experience all the covenant stories anyway mm. because there's probably going to be an achievement and amount for doing the story like, uh-huh. yeah, of course there will be <laughs> um, so i'm probably going to have that but like if blizzard decides that they're going to nerf the night fade demon hunter ability for hunt which is sounds like it's exactly the same as it is for illidan in the heroes where i can jump somewhere get a line of sight thing and do extra damage, you know, because it'll count as being behind. If they choose to nerf that, then okay. The the time I've spent into that and getting that character soulbinds means that if I've kept that character ahead of the others and not everything up to date, I'm then going to be behind if I want to mm. stay flavor of the month. I, I just... Like, the easiest way this could be solved completely is just not let Covenants and Soulbinds be active in instance content. Oh. That's quite a big change to the way they do the game, though, isn't it? To have a whole chunk of stuff not not be applicable in a raid or dungeon. But it also it also means that if if I decided to have a death knight, like if I if I class changed to death knight, obviously the only class. the only 
Well, of course. <laughs> the only the only difference between you and me in max level content is going to be who gets lucky on gear drops. Yeah. Fuck personal loot, by the way. Um, who gets lucky on gear drops and how well we can play the class. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why that can't be a thing. It's, that used to be it. That, that used to be it now. Like, I... <laughs> One of the guys that I run Mythic Plus with, uh, uh, Noki, and he he's taught me a lot because I didn't I wasn't paying attention to class mechanics or anything, and he was like, if you do this and you swap this and you do this, and my DPS went, it, I wouldn't say it went through the roof, but it went up significantly, um, you know, and but we we play the same class with the same spec with the same rotation. And he will have a marginally better gear score, but because he's got different Azerite traits, different corruptions, different everything else, his DPS could be like, you know, 50k more. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously an exaggeration. And then, but... and then you've got to put in the RNG of the stuff actually proccing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I, I wouldn't care if, and I said this, I say, I said this last week, and I think I made a very big point about it, is that if they want to make it so it's story focused, have it in the open world. You know, mm. I honestly don't care. Like, the only time it's going to make a difference is war mode. And that's fine. I don't see why that's going to be a problem. But if you lock it away from instance content, it means that um, BGs are going to be fine. Arenas are going to be fine. Mythic Plus is going to be fine. Raids are going to be fine. Which means you then don't need to balance any of those around covenants or abilities. And what have we already got already? We've seen... Uh, dungeons now have more covenant-based boosts for the region they're in. And I think the... Well, this was it, wasn't it? Like, the Night Fae dungeons apparently have got stuff that Night Fae Covenant can stuff, including a 10% stat buff in the dungeon. Oh, so if those if those sort of things are active in Mythic Plus, you know, you're going to have the people who are going to be like... Well, I need to be part of Night Fae yeah. if I want to do a Mythic Plus push. Yeah. Like it's it's easy it's easy for the tournament realms when it comes to MDI because there'll be options to be like, well, I'll just yeah. be with this covenant yeah. and I'll have these soul binds. But when it comes to pushing on live, are we going to need so is the optimum group going to be uh, a tank, a healer, but then between the three DPS you need to make sure you have all covenants covered. Uh, yeah. That's not ideal, is it? <laughs> and then, and then, and then you mix into the fact that there's possibly only going to be one bit of gear that drops from Mythic Plus per dungeon as well, which we haven't had any confirmation on yet. I'm sorry, say because, that again. So the the current rumor on Mythic Plus, yeah, is that instead of having a set like I think it's two or three gear bits drop baseline, and you get yeah. more depending on if you beat the timer. Yeah, it's looking like you'll only get one piece guaranteed in a Mythic Plus dungeon. What the fuck, the- Blizz? <laughs> yeah, as I said, it's rumor and circumstance. I haven't seen anybody mention anything because Mythic Plus is currently not on. Yeah, on, but that would be a, a lot of people are thinking that that's the way it's going to work because the vault is giving you options for more loot depending on how much you do in a given week and you get to still only choose one bit of gear from that though but that then means that that you've got to do so you've got to do that vault thing and the mythic to get your gear rather than just running mythic if if you if you want to get an option of nine uh, an option of nine bits of loot from the mythic plus uh, from the from the cash 
at the end, at the beginning of the week, you'll have to do as it currently stands, fifteen mythic plus dungeons, um, twelve raid bosses, and <laughs> two hundred and fifty conquests to get an option of nine bits of loot. That's how it currently stands, and obviously the loot okay. you get, the, the item level of that loot is determined solely on the highest level of content you're doing. I feel like so, uh, Blizzard just did something I didn't ask them to do without my permission. <laughs> I probably does, won't ever does, see this does, bot feature. Okay. It does. It does feel like I've been touched inappropriately. Yes. To be honest. Um, yes. I'm Holy hoping there's going to be changes. I'm hoping we'll see more once Mythic Plus is turned on. But I don't want like I like running 15s. I think 15s are a decent challenge. Um, but I don't want to be running f like the way the way my expansion starts go are. Uh, I'll do heroics to gear up for Mythic Plus. Mythic Plus is gated until mm. the Mythic Raids open. But then I'll run Mythics to get geared for heroic raids. Yeah. You know, because heroic raids is like the end content. And if... Because we know Titanforge is gone, so we don't have to worry about running 10s with it Titanforging up to a good length, because that's where it's capped. But 15 is where it's capped, which is like the level between heroic and Mythic raiding. Like... 15s is fun, it's challenging once you get the gear to do it, like heroic gear to do 15s is fine and uh, you know, they've added in rewards for 15s, but I don't want to be running mythics to get geared up with one bit of gear that's going to drop yeah. if, if that's a definite change that they've done, then I know that they've done it solely to stop the, the, the race to world first runs Yeah, because that's how they gear when they hit a wall, they literally just go in and run 15s. Yeah. Because that's how they, they, they need the gear and that's the best way for them to get it. And if I'm, I mean, we run Mythic Plus because as a group, we're, some of us want to raid, some of us don't. Yeah. And we can't get 10 people online every night or even consistently really at the same time to go and do that. But Mythic Plus gives us challenge allows us to gear our characters better and still allows us to play with people and sometimes we rotate um like one of us will step out so somebody else can come in if we haven't got enough to do two groups or you know sometimes we'll pug people if we've got almost enough for two groups or whatever but if we're only going to get one piece of gear it's, it's, it's harsh it's very but harsh it's going to take a very long time to progress yeah and and it's going to like Almost go back if I think on the on the on the same idea, it's gonna like go back to like what we had on some of like the the vanilla stuff of like what the entire team works together and one person benefits. Yeah, yeah, but the the difference between the vanilla gear system is that you saw the gear drop, Fraz, and nobody cared because you could see the gear that would drop, even mm. if you are unlucky with the way that personal loot works right now. I've been that guy where I've done a mythic plus and everybody else in the dungeon has got a bit of loot. Everybody. And we've done it in time. Yeah. Everybody else except me has got a bit of loot. And what do I get? I get, I get a bit of gold and some Azerite and, power. If and some Azerite. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like the, the, I feel like if you finish the raid in, uh, sorry, if you finish the mythic plus in time, Everybody should get a bit of loot with eye level based on the difficulty of it done. Like Absolutely. regardless, none of this, none of this bonus chest bollocks that we've had since like Warlords and Legion. Like, bin it. Everybody worked well together. Everybody should be mm. rewarded. Yeah, I've been I that concur. guy in 
in I've been that guy in heroic Nihilotha and you know BOD and everything else where I've gone through the entirety of the raid and I've had no loot but I see everybody else get tons of pieces it's I, I, and like even with tokens tokens mean nothing oh look I've spent gold or the resource for the expansion to buy two tokens for that week and I get an option to get gold or a resource for that expansion mm. I feel like I waste three hours of my life when there's no reward in it and yeah. yeah the reward the reward is really spending time with your friends and all that but no, uh, I think I said sparkly shiny gear well, the, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that's the point like it's a loot driven game yeah. yeah of course it is you know and it, it's Yes, of course, we love spending time with our friends. You know, it's, it is the friends that keep us coming back. It's not the shiny, purpley, sparkly stuff. But everybody likes a shiny. Everybody wants to feel an upgrade. Everybody wants to feel that their work has been rewarded. And that, you know, when we've been batter, battering our heads against some awful boss or standing at his backside, beating the shit out of him, you want a reward for that. You know, yeah. More than gold. I want my death knight to look like she's worked hard. Which she has. Yeah, it does, <laughs> doesn't matter on the level of content you do. Like, If we're doing raid content, if it's a guild group, like majority guild group, we should have the option for master loot. When it comes to Mythic Plus, if you finish it in time, everybody in that group should get an individual bit of loot. Yeah, I, you know? I concur on the dungeons and for sure. Like... That way, the people who pug Mythic Plus don't miss out either. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I, I agree, maybe personal loot on, on, like, when it's not a full guild group to get away from those problems that Blizz stated were a problem, you know, and then you can just keep master loot for your guild stuff. That's, I think that's a fine way to get around these things, but, you know, I, I'll always say if I've got a problem with something, I'll come up with a solution. You know, I'm not just going to go, this sucks, Blizz, fix your shit. I'll go, <laughs> I've got this problem. This is how I would solve it. You know? But, I don't know. Like, if... I think if Mythic Plus is definitely going to be one bit of loot and we're going to be stuck with personal loot in raids, I think I might be done. Like, I'll do the story, but then I'll be done. I would, I would struggle with a lot of my friends with that because they wouldn't want... The, the, what's the point of running the content? Yeah, if you've not we, getting the loot to go and progress we, and do better things, so we joke, we joke in our guild. We've got a monk who literally gets all the gear day one. Like uh, when Mechagon launched and we ran heroic Mechagon, he got all the loot. Like that was physically possible <laughs> for every boss, and it just became a joke. Because then, when Nihilotha opened, he got a bit. Of, I think he got like sixty percent of loot from like one bit of like sixty percent of the bosses we killed. We just joked that he didn't get a lot else after the rest of it, but nobody else got a lot of loot either. And he just there, and he was top of the DPS. But like, if you then condense that down to being one person mm -hmm. has a bit of loot, it has the same problem that we get with running time walking or lfg and uh something drops and some you immediately get whispers of do you need can i have yeah now imagine that on the pug scale in mythic plus oh imagine that on a pug scale in mythic plus where you have to build a team for covenants yeah and soul binds yeah oh dearie me 
Now I am a whole new level of worry <laughs> concerned about them. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> I just, but as I said... I, As I said, it's rumour, it's circumstance yeah. until we see that Mythic Plus are turned on and yeah. people are running it and can confirm that that's not a thing. But I've asked the questions around in the circles I know and it's the one thing that nobody can answer mm. right now. Be interesting to see what happens. But I mean, like that's what we, we do. Well, what we do in an evening is run Mythic Plus. Like the guys were... I went on and they'd said, um, did you want me... Did I want to go and do a Waycrest 4 on some alts? And I said, I'm, well, no, I'm doing some rep grinding and I don't fancy doing it at the moment. But that's pretty much what we do. Like, each, you know, when, we, when we're all together, we will get a group. And across the myriad of classes and alts and roles that we've got covered, we'll decide what we're going to do. Um, I mean, the I don't do more than a 10 because I find I do, we did an 11 shrine and that put me off. I was like, no. I'm not doing this. Shrine is legitimately terrible. Yeah. For I, Mythic Plus, yeah. though. But then some of the guys will go on and do, like, 15s and 17s and stuff like that. And, and to me, that's, like, that's so, higher than I would ever want to go anyway. But I enjoy what I, I mean, play. Um, that's it. You know. But there's always that option of loot for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, there should be loot for everybody. Everybody yeah. that puts in the effort. The reward the reward for doing Mythic Plus should not be a choice of one bit of loot at the beginning of a reset week. That should not <laughs> be what we're running Mythic Plus for. No, please no. And I'd like to, I'd like to point out, Blizz, that when we had dungeons that dropped loot, you dropped loot off every boss. Even yeah. if it was just one piece. Yeah. It did. God, I remember... And when... if, you're gonna, if you're gonna give us dungeons with four to five bosses... The loot needs to be equivalent, especially for the for the input of time. Time needs to equal the reward. Yeah, yeah. If, if it was one boss, I can understand. Well, well, this is this this is the thing, isn't it? Like, this is this is the direction the game has gone in, and I don't want to talk too negatively on it, but it has equaled time equals progress. Like, but it feels like the amount of time that we're putting in since. I want to say BFA is probably the worst for it so far, but the time that we put in to make our characters good in BFA has not equaled the progression on the character that we should expect to see. Do you think that's, like if, do you think that's because of all the systems that they've put on top of yes, systems on absolutely. top of systems? Yeah, absolutely. They've tried to fix like, stuff by putting more stuff in. Well, think think about think about where you were at the beginning of BFA. Mm. Uh, we had islands, warfronts. Done Mythic Plus, yeah. I'll keep it at, and, and raids, as well as world quests. Yeah. Okay? Now, you can take out islands and warfronts, because you're probably done with the story from there, if that's what you went in there for, um, and you don't really need the Azerite grind, because you've got it passively. Yeah. But world quests are still there for rep grinds, which, which some people still don't have Pathfinder and still need to do. And dungeons and raids are still going to be the content. And now you add on top of that what we had in 5.3 with the world assaults. Yeah. So there's a lot of time there. And I feel like if I put the same amount of time in the game back in TBC or Wrath, I'm not going to say vanilla because I wasn't at max level end game in vanilla, but TBC and Wrath, I feel like the same amount of time that I put into the game then, if I put it in now, I would not only have 
one character geared ready to go in Black Temple, I would have an entire account because once I'm done on the main, there's nothing else to do. Mm. I can run I can run dungeons and start the attunement lines in TBC for other people, and I love that because those dungeons were fun. But then I could literally just be leveling because all I need to do in TBC and Wrath and Mists is get to point X and then other people can go, cool, right, he's got that up. Uh, let's gear it up. Let's just run dungeons. Boom. Because dungeons dropped gear. Yeah. Every boss. Yeah. And then, you know, with Cataclysm and Mists, I could run LFR if I wanted gear that way to gear up that way. There was a simple progression. And now it's... It's very now confusing it's... now. Like, if you come yeah. back now... If you step in now, actually, probably if you stepped in, like, let's say three months ago and you were told all the things you had to do to get your character geared to go and do anything end game, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if people went, no. <laughs> now it's slightly different because we're coming to the end of the expansion. So there is a lull and more people will be thinking, well, I'm not going to worry about it anyway. I'll just wait for Shadowlands. Um, and that's kind of what I've done. I've got my characters to a point where I'm happy with them. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. And I'm going to do the stuff that I want to do, like the rep grinds. And I'm not even gearing the alts up anymore. You know, I've got them to a point that I'm happy with them. Um, and I've loaned... The only reason I've leveled characters is because of the Winds of Wisdom. I wouldn't have done that before. Yeah. Um, and that's been great. But then, again, going through that gear, that gear situation. Once you get to end cat, to end level, um, they haven't got their as their bloody um, heart of Azeroth leveled. I'm not bothered with that. Why? Why am I going to do that when I know I'm not going to be using it anyway? Exactly. <laughs> you know, if I was doing raiding, I would have made the effort if I was using those alts. But I don't have the realistically i wouldn't have had the time i would only have been able to do it on demi anyway um it's so there's a lot to take in. there's a hell of a lot to take in. the i don't i don't think like i think a lot of us are in a, an easy position where the adventure guide opens a login and we can turn it off because we know what we have to do mm -hmm. but the adventure i don't find the adventure guides all that totally helpful anyway no no if you like, were a new player and you were coming in and you had leveled up and you'd got to level cap and you'd never played this game before, right now is probably the hardest expansion to get your head around gearing to go and do something, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm finding things like I didn't know, like like gearing up to my alls, I'm like, where do I go? And like, I didn't know about mm -hmm. the, the Nestar skip for the heart. There's, there's so many like tricks and all that that I'm like, I'm still learning how to yeah. do those right I think going into Shadowlands, and I'm going to look at this as an an outside perspective, like past BFA, because God forbid new players that have to do the BFA leveling experience. <laughs> well, they will have God to do forbid. it, won't they? They've said. Well, that's it. You know, if, I, I don't. If you've never played before, you go through BFA, but I don't think they'll go through and do end game in BFA, will they? They'll get the levels mm, and then they'll move no. on. Well, this is the thing. I think that this should. I think that it should be baked. Endgame for every expansion should be baked in, so you get that full story. Yeah, but that's what Tal Edison said as well. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't, can see that I don't, point. I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they will um, because they've never baked it into leveling before. Because 
Uh, doesn't Final Fantasy fourteen have a story mode, or am I thinking of a whole different game? Right. So the way that the way that the MSQ, the main story quest line, works for Final Fantasy is that you have to do the the main story and the patch content before you can move on to the next expansion, which generally means which generally means that you are out leveling the content once you hit that first expansion. Especially since they're going there, I think with the patches hitting on Tuesday, they're rebalancing the experience because the MSQ is level gated for some of its quests. And um, if you didn't hit that, you'd have to go off and do a dungeon to go get your level stuff outside of like the main story quest line. But you had to do essentially the patch content, the patch main story, before you moved on to the second expansion. Uh, and anybody that wants to try Final Fantasy, uh, they're actually from Tuesday. You can play for free and get the first expansion for free and play all of the first two, the first two main stories. Someone says like, it's like three hundred hours for free. Yeah, and the Heaven's Ward story is like the Heaven's Ward story. I, I, I know that there's a lot of people that play WoW and they think that Final Fantasy is for weebs. If you want to see a really good story, it's good. Yeah. Just go and play Final Fantasy and do the Heaven's Ward story. There is a point in the Heaven's Ward story where every player has cried. Oh. Okay. And they put a throwback to that in the latest expansion, and it's a gut check. I have not gotten that, that far. That is how that is how powerful that thing is in Heaven's Ward. Well, I cried because... when Virian died, so you know I'm yes, a real me too. touch. <laughs> Like, just like it's free for the the main for a realm reborn and heaven's ward story. Like, I don't see why you can't like why you can't play the game. That's free content up to level seventy. WoW doesn't even offer that. Yeah, WoW gives you WoW gives you up to level twenty, but you have everything that's not the main expansion, yeah. which is not a lot at level twenty. Although that'll be different. Come Shadowlands, you can choose different expansions up to level twenty, so that will be a different expansion. But have you have you heard how they're changing the BFA leveling experience, Demi? Um, I I've heard, well, I know kind of how the structure's going, in that you do the Exiles Reach if you if you're brand new, you do Exiles Reach. Then you pick your expansion. And if you're brand new, you have to do BFA first. Then you get to 50, then you go to Shadowlands. Okay. So BFA, as it stands right now, for those 10 levels, you pick where you want to start. Mm -hmm. uh, And then once you hit certain level breaks, you do the exploration to Zandalar or Altaris. Right. The, The 10 to 50 grind for BFA is you, your, your continent choice is linear. Right. You can't explore Zandalar until you hit to forty, right? And then they unlock. Then all three of them unlock, and you choose to do them, and then that's it. That that that's that's the content from oh. from ten to fifty. They've changed the story. They've changed the three areas, so it's a linear path you got to pick. Well, I could see that you you know you would have to start in Boralus. I mean, that's where you start anyway, and yep. then you go and pick an area. Yeah, but that that those three areas are fixed now. You have to do them Which, in a specific. So you would have to do. So I'm guessing it's Tiragod Sam, then Stormsong, then Drustvar. I assume so. It's, I haven't like had had a look for a yeah. while, but yeah. But then you you don't get to go over to Zandalar until forty. Yeah. Which it I means think you miss is... out on part of that 
story at the time. It was a night it like those those trips over are a nice level they're a nice break from what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Having having just leveled again and I'm in fact I'm still leveling the Lightforged Priest through I they going off to Zandalar is like a welcome break. It really is. And I love the BF experience, but and the, and, and the assaults that you, that you do in Zandalar, you won't be able to do those. I think yeah. I think forcing I think forcing people into BFA is a false experience because newer players are going to get the heart of Azeroth and Azerite armor thrown at them, and then so they're, they're still going to have to go through that. So it's not going to be turned off like the artifact power is. Oh. The only thing that mm. that's different is that the essences in the heart won't work in Shadowlands content. That's it. Like, Azerite powers and the Azerite will not work. Corruption all gets turned off in the pre-patch. Yeah. So all the corruption and all the corruption resistance is gone in 5.0 pre-patch. Um, and then the essences don't work in Shadowlands. Like, if the minute you step foot into the moor, they don't work. I can, I can kind of understand that in the from the viewpoint that the heart of Azeroth has been, it, technically you've used it to destroy Nazoth, and therefore why would they work in the moor? Um, and I, but I and I can see. I absolutely I, understand that. I don't I, understand why problem, people who are going to level through it still have to get it then. Because it's they don't want players to feel like how they felt with Legion artifacts, where they were useless. But they are going to be useless anyway. <laughs> Well, you know, because they still want they still want that system to work previously, which means that when they eventually get around to doing BFA time walking, God fucking help me! Oh no! Um. Oh yeah. It means because I I'm not sure about you. I have a rogue friend in my guild. Uh, not guild raid group. Like he's who I do. But he has a set for each time walking set. Really? So, yes. So he has for cataclysm time walking. Wow. He's got the fangs for mists. He's got the cape. For like, like, and then when it comes to BFA time walking, he's gonna have. A, he's nearly got a level one hundred heart of Azeroth. Okay. I think he's ninety nine at the moment. So he's just gonna but, keep that around yeah. and use it. I'm gonna like it. Was, I'll stick mine in my bank once I get a replacement for it. But yeah, like I, I imagine, I imagine what they'll do is there will be. It'll be like the first thing you get. Yeah. Like the very first quest you get will be a new neck piece. Um, it's just I, I just don't like the idea of giving new players this borrowed power, which they'll out level, yeah, and be done with. It, it, it it's yeah, it it feels a bit untidy, for want of a better term. Yeah, like I used my artifact whenever I was leveling up through Legion. I I used the artifact on alts after Legion, and I just put it in there because it was the best. Oh, yeah. yeah, I keep my art. I keep my artifacts, but I keep my artifacts because it's a nice memory of what I did. You know, I've got twelve, or I've got one of every character which mm. has every single artifact on there, and I've got every single like artifact choice unlocked. I've just got certain content to do to unlock the different tints for it. You know, yeah. But imagine a new player that decides like they want to go and experience the legion content and they get a dead artifact weapon which levels with them well oh no oh, okay yeah because like well, yeah you can't you don't get artifact power no no but we but we get azerite power still in bfa 
That's true. It, it's just making it gold. Yeah. There, there's, I, I think it's it's a brilliant system. It was explained to me that the best way of doing it is because you're not forcing people to play 14-year-old content. It's a perfectly good idea. You just haven't thought of the small things that unfortunately <laughs> come with that idea. Like, you're forcing people to level through BFA, and as Mephisto will probably say, the artifact armor, like the Azerite armor, is still the best for leveling because it's better than heritage. It is, uh, yeah. Not, her not heritage. Um, heirloom. Heirloom. Word. Heirloom. Yeah, oh, it is, because, like... Uh, uh, yeah. Because, like... It, it, heritage, heirloom armor should at least be as good as a blue. Yeah, but you're sac you're sac the the problem with it is that you're sacrificing XP gain and gradual for an end game piece. Yeah, because that's what those item levels are. That's the only reason they hold so much power is that they're entry level, item level for max level. Yeah, that's the like if they I guarantee you if they were set item level for the beginning of the expansion and they leveled with you it would be a different matter altogether. And BFA will now forever be the the best way to level because of that. It might even edge out Warlords of Draenor if you if you haven't got like flying, which you can just purchase for five grand apparently at the point now. So um I'm not really bothered about that. Like allowing people to fly without forcing them to do um Pathfinder is fine. I like that too. I, I think keep keep Pathfinder for the current expansion that, that's out there. I feel like there was a better way to have changed it than to just do it. You know? And I think I think keeping it as an account-wide option once you've leveled through the content, because that's what you're going to be doing with the Shadowlands changes anyway. You're going to be doing the main story of each area. Yeah. Like, how, how, how good would that be as a reward on your account? Like, okay, we've actually gated the experience. That means that you actually finish the three main areas and do the Zandalara expedition for BFA and that gets you Pathfinder in BFA when Shadowlands launches. And so when you go back and do uh, you, cause when you could do alts, you then have the rest of the expansions revealed to you and you go, here's this thing that you can choose. Cool. Okay. I'll choose Legion. Cool. We know that the experience game will definitely get you to 50 and we know that that content will get you through the four, the four main zones and you'll start in Surima. But we'll keep Pathfinder to the four main zones because, you know, fuck Surima. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yep, I can get if that. If they could that. do that. Yeah, uh, but the reward should just be doing the main story. Yeah. Like, I don't care if we have to have rep or renown gates for Shadowlands because that's the current expansion. But when it's antiquated and they decide that Shadowlands is going to be the new 10 to 50 leveling experience when we get the expansion after Shadowlands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I Then they should change it to be like once you hit, once you do that linear story and you get to 50, you unlock flying for Shadowlands. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I've I like, I always found Pathfinder arduous at the best of times, and uh, in Legion, having to do fucking Suramar, fucking Suramar. Yeah. I I, gu I guarantee. Oh my you, god. I guarantee. And then you, they went bloody horde. I guarantee you, if part one of Pathfinder 
just gave you flying. Yeah. And part two gave you the mount for doing the future patch content. No one would give a yeah. shit. No. Because part, because part one for Pathfinder is a piece of piss to complete. Yeah. Guarantee you no one would give a shit because they could fly in the beginning of the expansion. That's why I like how Fantasy Fantasy fourteen does their attunements. I mean, I, I like exploration and a few different story things. Yeah. And you can fly. So, yeah. So how, how flying works is uh, there are, in Final Fantasy, around the a given zone, because it's not open world like WoW is. It's set into given areas. Like, like think the co- they're continent size, mm. like each area in WoW, if not bigger, but they're all locked kind of to their own individual instant servers. Okay. So you earn flying in a given zone by some are granted to you by doing the main scenario quest, some are by the odd side quest, but you can find aether currents like around the map. So essentially, you're getting lore master and explorer in a given zone, mm. and you get the ability to fly, which is cool. I can see why you can't do it in WoW, but. As I said, if you tie it to part one, which is essentially finishing the questing zone in everything in the base game and exploring. Yeah. yeah. I get it because essentially they don't they want to release like another island and go <laughs> uh, blah. But then why not just here's the thing. If they if they had tied Pathfinder part one to just the base BFA zones and the Nashtar meta gave you flying for Nashtar. Take a lot of shit off the Nashtar meta because otherwise mm-hmm. you'd be waiting 13 weeks to do the thing. I'm using it as an example. Like, if they want to do an island and keep island achievements there for that specific island, like, how much better would the Timeless Isle be if there was, like, a small meta for for killing, like, one of each of the rares because they spawned really quickly and doing the main story and then you could fly on the Timeless Isle? That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be very helpful. <laughs> like... I, I get why Blizzard do things in a certain way because everything's on one instance chunk rather than separated. Yeah. But I just feel like, again, coming up with an idea that would make it better and less antiquated as we go forward rather than just turning around and go, we can't think of something. Let's just let them buy it with gold. <laughs> now, <laughs> I do know Blizzard listens because I mentioned how the, the iOS and Android apps for Battle.net don't have communities. And within a week, there was an update to the App Store where they ever had. Did they? I didn't realize they didn't have because. Oh yeah, I no. Use the iOS. It was, it was just DMs. So, so, so see, Blizzard is listening, and maybe something <laughs> we said today will be like, okay, we hear you. Here you go. Right, we have massively gone over by a good thirty minutes, and it's nearly midnight here in the UK oh, as of time moly. of recording. Yes. Um. So. We're going to call it a day. Thank you very much for those who have joined us live, who have joined us. Thank you very much for all the chat that's been going on today. Thank you very much to our wonderful guest, Demi. Yes. Thank you for having me. If they want to look for you around the internet, Demi, where can they find you? Oh, well, probably the simplest and quickest place is to go to the website, which is thethirdfaction.com. And that's our show's website. And you can find all the links there for me, the show, Bricko, uh, we're on Twitter, um, uh, which is at Demeternoth, which is D-E-M-E-T-E-R-N-O-T-H. Um, but yeah, the thirdfactionshow.com has all of our links. 
Brilliant stuff. Frasley, if you are around the internet, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at FrasleyTastic, where I do puns and things throughout the throughout the week. And then uh, you, you can find my podcast, FrasleyCast, where I talk with different guests from, from, from the week. And uh, at, at some point in the future, I will have Demi on there. Oh, okay. And that's at, that's at knownpodcast.com. And then if you want to see me every day doing weird shenanigans, like, uh, like tomorrow night playing ooblets and stuff like that, then you can find that at twitch.tv slash frasleyus. When are you going to be streaming Dragon Soul for, so we can laugh at you every time all tracks in? Like, <laughs> oh, I do that pretty much Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on, on stuff. Cause, cause now that I, and now that ICC is, is, uh, is you need to feel my pain, Frasley. Oh, I, I already feel your pain. I, I, I've, I've done Dragon Soul in Spine three times now. So I feel your pain on our tracks. I've been running on tracks in the entire. Frasley, you made me run it on 19 characters in one one reset. <laughs> I don't care a fuck about that. Out. I'm just gonna run once a week. I'm not gonna run it more than once a week. I'm not in I I I'm not I'm not Pete. No. Yeah, it's true. Not a lot of people are me. I'm mental. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on my main account as always at Titans Creed. If you just want videos, podcast, streams, you can follow at Gaming Phoenix. And then if you look for Project Phoenix Productions, you can follow us on YouTube where you can find VODs like this and over on Twitch where you'll see podcasts like this, uh, charity streams like Race for Good and more races with my friend Andy and occasionally other streams uh, like I had a look at the Chris Tales demo because that came out the other day and that's a fun little take on a JRPG. So that's up for a little while. Thank you very much for being around. Thank you once again to lovely guest Demi. Thank you for having me. And as always, Frasley. Oh, thank you for having me. And thank you for uh, for putting up with my hijinks every week. Always. Always. But yes, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Frasley, we've got Syl from Whispers of War next week, I believe. Absolutely. And, oh, and... I love Syl. She's amazing. Fun fact, I'll have Syl on, on Browsercast too, so I'll be talking to Syl multiple times this week. <laughs> but yes, uh, we haven't had Syl on since Classic launched. I wow. That's right, when you did the roundtable. We did the roundtable, yeah. So that'll be fun next week. We'll be talking a lot about WoW, because uh, Syl and I had a massive discussion over in the Dragon Pound Studios Discord the other day, and uh, that'll be fun to bring that to where we get to record it and talk. So... I'm looking forward to bullshitting about WoW a little bit more. But yes, that's it from us. Thank you very much for being around, guys. And as always, as Frasley likes to say, be awesome and so long, Lich King! Whether Horde or Alliance, find more stories around Azeroth on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube.